The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. There are, and we know this, and, and I read it on the text line, and I hear it in your phone calls, and I see it on social media. There are so many concerns about jobs, the economy in this province. There was before all of this, and it's magnified even now. And um, yeah, it's not just here. It's, it's right across the country. And when it comes to the hospitality industry, just yesterday we heard that COVID-19 has cost Alberta's food service sector 95,000 jobs since March 1st. That was according to a survey from Restaurants Canada. It says one in 10 restaurants have already closed permanently. Another 18% are looking at closing within a month. We know um, that it's been it's been really tough times for them. So the Edmonton Independent Hospitality Community uh, has banded together, made this group. It's uh, issued a call to action that they believe will help local business owners. Katie Ingram is owner of uh, Ortego on 106th Avenue, and she helped put this group together, and she joins us now. Hi, Katie. Hi, Jalen. How are you? I'm really good. I wish we were talking under d- different circumstances uh, over a glass of wine somewhere. I know. But yeah, I was going to say, perhaps uh, across the bar. <laughs> yeah, that that would be lovely, and we'll make a plan for that uh, in the in the future. So, Katie, let's just can you paint a picture right now? I mean, we we've we've talked to some different folks from the industry over the past uh, few weeks, especially when things first were the restrictions were being put into place um, um, in, in the province and. Certainly, they've you know gotten tighter and tighter and tougher and tougher. The situation is getting more dire and dire. Can you paint a picture yeah. for the Edmonton hospitality industry right now for me? So the Edmonton hospitality industry right now, and we still have um, exact numbers coming in as far as uh, layoffs um, and what the the direct Im- impact in terms of payroll numbers is. Um, but um, almost every single hospitality industry has had a reduction of at least um, 60 to 70 percent of their income if they are not 100 percent reduced because their doors are closed. Um, and oh that, is, that is a completely across the board. Um, there's numbers of us that have had to lay off um, all of our staff, um, if not most of our staff um, and ownership groups and their, um, their core with their management are just working around the clock doing whatever they can through takeout and delivery or reduced services to literally be able to survive this. Um, and uh, I'm sorry if you mentioned this. Um, do you know how many have closed their doors right down? Uh, we don't know an exact number of how many um, businesses have closed their doors, and we certainly were trying. Um, that's part of this initiative is pulling more people in and getting more, um, getting more numbers, getting more data um, of who who's closed. Uh, seeing that image chamber um, survey come out, just saying that you know that there's already been some businesses that have permanently closed is absolutely heartbreaking, um, and we're trying to bring some more people in uh, and encouraging uh, them to to hold on or. or offering as much support as we can through the information that's coming uh, to us or that that we have, um, that we can help people basically provide them life rafts until more help arrives. You know, that number that came out yesterday from uh, Restaurants Canada, 95,000 jobs since March 1st, Mm -hmm. I was like, holy smokes. But uh, if if you're in the industry, I'm sure that you're you're well aware of it. And um, you talked about how some folks are, are, you know, they've shut down and we've had to shut down the the, the dining in. They're they're shifting gears. Mm -hmm. They're adapting. One of the things I have been very impressed with, with the Edmonton hospitality um, scene is, is how well, and it might have been difficult and it may not be 
pulling in the same sort of business as it was before, but how they have adapted to change, that must be really something to, to see happen uh, firsthand. Absolutely. It's it's amazing. It just it, it shows you the determination and the resiliency of, of the people in this industry um, and especially, you know, ownership groups that are really stepping in and stepping up that they either have these plans in their back pocket because there's so much change that's happening across the industry even prior to this crisis um, and that they were really able to pivot on a dime and and really it speaks to if you talk to anybody in the hospitality industry this is a grind it's been a grind forever it's going to be a grind forever um, that really it was okay here's here's the next crisis here's the next fire to put out and it's a huge fire it's not like your your dishwasher going down on Friday night service <laughs> this is a huge crisis but people in this industry are um, used to grinding they're determined um, and and they're they're willing to fight it's just that this is a pretty huge fight we're, we're up against right now Katie can I ask what's going on with with your restaurant right now so currently we are we're 100% closed um, we're working um, behind the scenes on whether or not it's a strategy that makes sense for us to open in a reduced capacity at this point. Um, but right now we're 100% closed in a zero revenue position. Ugh, man, oh man. <laughs> so um, it's been it's been fascinating to see how everybody has been supporting uh, each other, and and now we've seen um, a growing group of hospitality owners come together under a banner called Edmonton Independent Hospitality Community um, to say, hey, you know, this is what we think would help. So how did this all start? Was it you know a conversation? We need to get things moving, and yeah. you know, or we just need to put some crap on some paper and. And say, hey, this is what we need, and, and being the rally cry for the whole for the whole community. Yeah. yeah so um, uh, there's a number of us that um, you know when this initially happened. There's the stages we went through. It was a denial, and then the week that Cartago closed, it was an absolute panic for me. What what does this look like? What does the future look like? I, how do I, how am I going to support my daughter into the future? Um, and I think that there's a lot of people that uh, went back into a corner. It's it's how, what can I do? There's not a whole lot that I have control over at this moment, but what can I control? Um, so I put down some some points that I thought would be specific and helpful to the hospitality industry, sent it out to a group of people um, that was really uh, bought into um, my uh I have a, a co uh, so a cohort that's that's taken this and, and we're kind of spearheading it together. Chris Harvey, um, who's the managing partner at uh, Church of John, uh, which is a downtown Edmonton establishment, and um, he he took it and and really broadened the base and and got it out to a number of different hospitality groups that have have said yes, like this. These are some of these points that could really help us, and and we're willing to to sign on to this and say like. Yes, we need this help, and let's start elevating and amplifying this message. And we're not talking about one or two restaurant owners. We're talking about a fairly significant number. Yeah, so and, and on the initial, and, and this was before we even had our website live, where, where we're encouraging more um, 
business owners to sign on. Um, but before even that, and this is a huge credit to Chris, he, he got the word out to a number of, of different owners. Um, we have over 60 uh, ownership groups and establishments mm-hmm. signed on. And, and one of the, the key parts of that is there are, are there's a couple of movements across Canada that are trying to save the hospitality industry as a whole. So, you know, uh, provincially and federally and globally, just really trying to uh, save this industry. But we wanted to have an Edmontonian um, uh, twist on it so that when people are looking at it, when our, when our city councillors, when our MLAs, when our MPs are looking at it, they see these places that they have emotional ties to, that they've celebrated birthdays at, anniversaries, that, that these places are in danger of, of being lost. And these are, are what makes their community. And this is devastation that could take a decade or more to recover if we don't do something now. And Katie, there is a list of uh, of ten things in front of me that would uh, that you believe that would go a long way to help uh, the, the the hospitality industry in in Edmonton right now, given the circumstances that we're in or in in, in Alberta. Um, I, I'm not going to go through all of them uh, because people can mm-hmm. can check it out on the Facebook page or on the web page at yegihc.com. But if you were to look at, at at these ten, you know, what are a couple of them that really really stand out and say this would go a long, long way to help. For sure. Uh, the way that they're organized on the website is typically, is basically what we see as sort of the priority list. Uh, um, so from one to four. So if you take the first uh, first three there, suspending, pausing small business payments, suspend all rents and mortgage payments, extend the temporary layoff period and extending EI benefits for employees. Uh, right now, those are the four that I would say would be really the top of mind. And in conversations that uh, that I'm having with legislators and that I hope everybody will be having with legislators with this this information in front of them is that it's all hands on deck and everybody wants to help and they just don't necessarily know where the specific help needs to go. And so having these specific talking points in front of legislatures uh, as quickly as possible and as much as possible is going to be helpful in getting us the exact support that we need. Again, if you want to read more about them, it is yegihc.com or on the Facebook page uh, as well. So, so Katie, I'm, I'm curious to know about the, the, the programs that have been put in, in place already, some of the relief that has been offered already. How is that helping or has it helped? Um, it's encouraging. It shows that um, government is listening, um, but it's not coming fast enough. Um, and it's yeah. not it's not doing it's not going far enough. So you know the the initial announcement ten billion dollars going to the BDC that money could be better um, spent in the hands of business owners, um, and it needs to be to be coming directly to business owners to to help relieve uh, these businesses. So having those ideas in front of legislators to say like these are great. We we know your heart is in the right place. You're doing the right thing, but can we shift that here? Um, you know, I know uh, uh, there, there's people all over the province right now who are saying, you know what, we don't have enough relief in place. It's not good enough for, for our organization or me personally, you know, whatever it is. And, and, and I think a lot of people are finding them in a situation like this. And I don't even have to look at my text line saying, oh, well, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, probably some people saying, oh, they just want more. They just want more. They just want more. What I appreciate about this, Katie, is that how you've come together, you've laid 
laid it out and you and you have these talking points you have these these uh, these these points now that as you say you can take to government officials and say this is what we want so instead of just mm-hmm. bitching about it you can mm-hmm. actually say this is what we're doing and this is what we'd like to see and and I applaud you for that I think that is a, it's a really thank good you. move thank you it is and, and we certainly sympathize across industries across you know small business not just in hospitality like this will change the landscape of what our cities look like after this if we do not get a handle on and get the relief that we need so basically what we're saying is we think you know there there is relief out there obviously the government has has been coming out with relief but what i'm finding is as as we're building this brick road as we go with all these different bricks it's here's the suggestion of which brick makes sense for this industry Um, and, and in conversations that's been really helpful whether or not that translates to action remains to be seen but i'm very hopeful that it does and i think the more the more we're putting these bricks in, in front of government and saying this is what we need the, the more action we're going to see well i've just always believed that you can sit there and you can complain about the situation that you're in or you can try to do something about it and uh, trying to do something about it is is usually um, the better way of going uh, going about it um katie what can what can people do what what can edmontonians do what can folks across the capital region do right now to to, to help the industry so what we're asking people to do is is join us. So join um, the Edmonton Independent uh, Hospitality Community uh, by going to our website. So that's uh, com. sharing it with other local businesses in their hospitality communities so that they can join us. We can gather their data and help um, amplify the actual numbers that are being affected. Complete. There's a letter template on the website that people can complete um, uh, and send it out to government officials, their own officials, or we have some suggestions on the website as well. Um, sharing their stories, if they've been impacted, sharing their stories. So this includes, you know, staff and customers and, and really um, sharing the stories of how losing your favorite hospitality um, businesses or this industry as a whole um, would affect you, would affect Edmonton, would affect Alberta and Canada and the world. Um, and our social media handles are uh, at YEG, IHC. So you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, so yeah, those are, that's what you can do. Well, I guess what you can do, and I guess I was also asking about just like on, on a personal level. So, yeah, we can go do that and fill out the, the forms and stuff. But I think it's also important maybe to find out, you know, what restaurants are still doing yes. um, takeout, yes. that sort of stuff. See which Absolutely. ones maybe have switched gears and, and, and support yes. them. And that'll be the next piece. We're, we're still gathering pieces as we go and how we can su- support our community and help others support our community. And that'll be the next piece. So compiling um, a database of, of who's op- still open, who's offering takeout, who's offering delivery, um, and really supporting those uh, those businesses um, and making sure that, that that those people that are still able to operate are still being able to, to have business driven to them as well. You know, it was interesting, Katie, when you when you look at some of the the stories from some of the you know the world's top chefs talking about how th- how COVID nineteen could impact uh, the hospitality industry. It's it's a little bit sobering, and 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 you wonder what is this going to look like six months from now or a mm-hmm. year from now, and and you know. I think some people will say, well, we're always going to need restaurants. We're always going to need places to go, that sort of thing. But at the end of it all, um, you know, the question is how many are going to survive Mm -hmm. through this? Um, And, you know, what are the options going to be a a year from now? 
Exactly. And, and, and that's the, the thing. If you, if you think about, you know, you've been in Edmontonian a long time. I've been in Edmontonian a long time. If you think about the food scene um, that's in Edmonton right now and you think about the food scene we had 10 years ago, <laughs> those are drastically different. So if we yeah. were to uh, completely delete and erase everything that has happened in the last 10 years um, and start forward uh, on rocky footing with, with all of this, this talent just completely wiped out because, you know, if, if you're wiping out small independent businesses, you're wiping out their livelihoods and uh, their life savings as well. So it's very unlikely that uh, going forward, it would be the same people opening and starting the same things. So what does that look like 10 years from now? So if, if you value Edmonton's hospitality industry and what, what uh, has been created, um, then it's, it's, it's in everybody's best interest to, to try and, and support keeping it and, and at least giving it equal footing once this crisis is over to continue on. Katie Ingram is the owner of Cartago on 106th Avenue, closed right now, but we'll be watching for when it uh, reopens, <laughs> and we'll join you there, and uh, we'll, we'll cheers to the hard work that you and everybody else have been doing uh, on this front. Katie, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Thank I appreciate you so much your time. Me. I really okay, Katie it. Thank Ingram. You. Yep. You betcha. If you, again, if you want to find out more, you can go to the website. It's yeg, Y-E-G-I-H-C.com. You can check out the Facebook page, Edmonton Independent Hospitality Community. And I know, um, and like I said, I don't even have to look at the text line and some people saying, oh, well, you know, they want this, they want this, whatever. And other people saying, here's what I am doing to support this. But again, all of us trying to support those small businesses, those those medium-sized businesses, the bigger businesses, the businesses in this community that have been there for us uh, through so much, through so much over so many years. And again, I, I really do appreciate anybody or any organization that is willing to say, you know what, I'm not just going to sit here and say, I wish, I wish, I wish. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, galvanize. I'm going to come together. We're going to come together, put it down, and then maybe do a little bit of lobbying. And I, and I really appreciate that. So Katie Ingram joining me this afternoon.